Welcome to the History Tricks, where any resemblance to a boring old history lesson is purely coincidental. Hi, welcome to a surprise minicast. Surprise! While we were researching the Cinderella podcast, we came across some interesting parallels slash facts about another heroine of folktales. Yes. And her name is Little Red Riding Hood. Again, listen, you like Cinderella, you'll like this. And this is just a mini podcast. (laughs) The origins of the Little Red Riding Hood story, not written down, just oral Oral, traditions passed down are medieval, really, around the 14th century in France and Italy, mostly. Mm. Oh, you love those Italian folktales, don't you, Beckett? (laughs) Now, in the early variations, the antagonist that Little Red Riding Hood faces is not always a wolf. Sometimes in these stories, they are an ogre sometimes, Mm -hmm. which is pretty scary to find in the woods. (laughs) I would be frightened. (laughs) Or even more sinister and more dangerous, I think, in its trickery, sometimes it's a werewolf. Ooh. And they used to call him Bzooz, B-Z-O-U. Which is just a funny word. It is a funny word. For a scary creature. That would be a good band name. (laughs) Bzooz. So typical of some, gosh, those folktales of times gone by were really not very nice to your sensibilities. No. (laughs) Like the grandma, the wolf leaves as dinner for this Red Riding Hood character, Mm -hmm. the grandma's meat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what? Yum. For her to eat. And then Red Riding Hood, you know, not good. Eats grandma. That's not good. That's not cookies. No. And lemonade. And cake. No. That's not the same at all. And so she tricks the wolf by saying she has to go to the bathroom. It's kind of clever. Yes. I I can't believe that works on a wolf. I would think a wolf would be smarter. Whatever. But anyway, she. so the wolf ties her to a piece of string and says, fine, but I'm going to hold on to the other end of this piece of string. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, Red Riding Hood goes around the corner, undoes the string, puts it on the doorknob, and gets out the window. As any self-respecting person tied to a piece of string would do. do. (laughs) Given the opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. So the thing is, though, in the old stories, she just gets away using her own brain. She Mm -hmm. doesn't need to depend on anyone. Right. Grandma doesn't save her. A huntsman doesn't save her. The woodsman. Yeah. Nobody. There's no man in the picture. There's no. Just her and her wits against a monster. And her cape. No, she didn't know the cape. (laughs) (laughs) But the most, um, the first person to write this story down in a published work. It would be Charles Perrault. And we talked about him with Cinderella. So he's, but he's in 1697, thereabouts. He, he wrote down the Little Red Riding Hood story. And actually his version, Little Red Riding Hood meets up with the wolf in the woods, but there are some woodsmen, huntsmen nearby. And so the wolf doesn't want to eat the girl right then and there because they're going to come to her aid. So he, talks to her and then he races her to grandma's house. Yeah, she she unwittingly like blabs and where tells him she's where she's going. going. And right. So he goes and lays in wait for her. And first thing he does is gets in the house, pretends he's Red Riding Hood, and eats the grandmother. Gets in bed. Little Red Riding Hood comes in. Grandma, what big arms you have. What big eyes you have. What big teeth you have. And then of course he says, better to eat you with and he eats her. The end. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the, of the Charles Perrault version. Although he does, Perrault does add a moral to the story. And that is, children, especially attractive, well-bred young ladies, should never talk to strangers. 
because they might encounter a wolf. And Perot goes on to explain the different kinds of wolves that are in our society that may pursue young women and that the gentle wolves are the most dangerous of all. So that is very odd for Perot to end his story so violently, but with a moral. Well, yeah, I was going to say, on one hand, it's completely on him to be so violent, but on the other hand, it's totally in character, because what did he do to Cinderella? No, no, you've got to let the man Mm -hmm. help you, Mm -hmm. you know. And now in Red Riding Hood, uh, he's like, see what happens? See what happens when you try to take things into your own hands? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch out, because... Look out for those strangers, those strange wolves. Now, so, um, in a complete role reversal, yes, my favorite, the Brothers Grimm, <laughs> did not end their story that way. No. In their story, they did kind of go with the original story, you know, the trickery, the big ears, blah, blah, blah. And although the woodsmen, the huntsmen, are, their role is upped in the Grimm's mm-hmm. tale. And they appear and they save both Grandma and Red Riding Hood by miraculously cutting open <laughs> the wolf's stomach and they appear appear fully fine, except for perhaps dirty, but they don't mention that. Yeah. That would be really gross. There's Ew. another story the Grimm's told about the wolf and the seven kids, kids meaning not children, but baby goats. Mm-hmm. And in that story, the innocent baby goats wander into the wolf's area and he eats them all up. And the mother goes while the wolf is asleep and carefully cuts open his stomach, not waking him, explain that, <laughs> takes out the baby goats and fills his stomach full of rocks and sews it back up. Yes. Wow, that's some anesthesia. <laughs> I know. It seems uh, like a big meal. It might put you to sleep, but once it's gone out of your stomach you think. by surgery, you might wake up, but perhaps not. <laughs> so anyway, the Grimm's version is definitely told to children rather than, you know, a moral tale to young women or like a really scary story of the woods and a, a very scary werewolf. I mean, yeah. the werewolf aspect is gone. It's a bumbling doofus wolf right? who is very easily overcome. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of the story I think that we all know. The, you know, the wolf gets tricked. And yeah. The wolf thinks he's so smart, but really he's up to no good. So no good does not prevail. Does not prevail. That's like exactly right. Now, no. this story is just now because really the Perot version is kind of the first written version. So mm-hmm. we've got about mm, 2,100 years less history with this one right. than we do with Cinderella. Mm-hmm. But I can see how the Cinderella story got so crazy and so everywhere because that is happening to Red Riding Hood. It is. All over the place. Yeah, the just the, the children's versions alone. There are three that my son and I, who is five, really, really like. We've checked them out of the library. And I'll put the links to this in the minicast show notes. But there's one called Little Red, A Fizzingly Good Yarn by Lynn Roberts. And I tell you what. Well, number one, it's a boy. So <laughs> Little that's Red is different. A boy. But the illustrations in this book cannot be beat. No. You're right. They, they are the best illustrations I have seen in a long time in a children's book and their 18th century illustrations. So for someone who's just come off a Marie Antoinette podcast, uh-huh. the clothes are awesome. <laughs> right. You know, the, it, everything is just perfect. You see the, the beauty marks on yes. the grandmother. You do. Yes. And you, I had to explain what the chamber pot was. Yes. <laughs> and a little red, red spread. So it's good if you check that one out. Do a little chamber pot just, research. You're going to have to keep checking your son's room to make sure that he doesn't grab one of your soup kettles and tell you it's a chamber pot so he doesn't have to. <laughs> no, he freaked out. He's like, you slept with poop under your pillow? Although you probably <laughs> did smell yeah yeah nice we had my grandparents cottage had a chamber pot 
<gasps> Did it really? We actually, they actually had an outhouse that was behind the cottage. It was in the woods by a lake. And there was an outhouse for most of my childhood. That's where we went. And, <gasps> but there was a tiny little room, a closet sized room that had a chamber pot in it. It's built into a wood <gasps> bench in the house. And we were instructed not to use this because it does smell. Smell. Oh, but sure. of course, being children, who wants to go out when you have to go in the middle of the night? Out downstairs, outside to the outhouse. So we were all known to have snuck. Oh my goodness! Snuck the chamber pot once and again. So I. That's awesome. I am so old. I have used an outhouse and a chamber pot. <laughs> well, two more that I really like are Little Red Riding Hood, a prairie tale, and in this mm-hmm. one, um, it's set on the prairie where women, especially older women, were not known for their lounging about and no. <laughs> being bedridden and fainting and waiting for things to happen to them. On the prairie, you pulled yourself up by your bootstraps and put your petticoats on and went out and did the field work. And while Miss Grandma is the wolf comes along all smug like. Ha ha, I'm going to overpower the grandma, but grandma is plowing and she has no yeah. time for this. <laughs> she takes care of business before Red Riding Hood even gets there in the first place. <laughs> so you gotta love that the grandma finally gets some power. That's right. In this version, absolutely. Yeah. The whole no time. gonna eat her. It's like, what about the. Yeah, no, she's, she's a, not having it. She's a mature woman <laughs> with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, in the, the other one, Little Red Cowboy Hat, so many variations. You can see how this could quickly get completely different yeah. stories going. Yeah. There's one part that she said, like, the guy jumped out, the wolf jumped out from behind a cactus, mm-hmm. and she goes, well, she didn't want to talk to him, but she'd been raised up to be polite, and so she made some conversation. <laughs> and I'm like, raised up to be polite. And then these two ladies take care of business with the axe. They're yeah, like, goodbye. Now that's the axe, yeah. That's the axe. Yeah, actually, in the, the prairie tale, Grandma <laughs> makes makes him into her assistant in her bakery. Oh, oh. And there's a muffin excellent. recipe. So there you go. That's but that's just three, and there are infinite numbers. In, including a movie that's coming out very soon. Not for children. No, it is a horror story, mm-hmm. although, you know, we've been watching the previews on it, and it looks very visually Yeah, very uh, arresting. Striking. Oh, oh yeah. good word. Yes. Arresting. And that's with Amanda Seyf- Seyfried. Who I think is the most beautiful actress. Oh, gorgeous. Ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was in, um, Big Love. Big Love. And she was in Mamma Mia. <gasps> and Letters she was to the- Juliet. <gasps> yes. That I love. And that Dear John. So she was in a- everything. So they have done some research. They did. Up at the movie studio because the villain of this story is not a bumbling doofus wolf Mm-mm. or in fact a wolf in sheep's clothing like Perot. This is back to old werewolf. Yep. Hijinks ensue. Yeah, werewolves are very popular and I think the that after the zombies and the vampires, vampires well the you know, in the Twilight movies there is the werewolf element as well. It's oh, is vampire. There? So, yeah, <gasps> mm, I'm not gonna know. Oh, good <laughs> I read them. My daughter wanted to read them. I needed to know. I read them. I, I can understand the appeal. Yeah, so it's kind of a trendy thing right now. And if you go look in uh, young adult literature, everything's vampires. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> There's quite an onslaught of vampire books, and I'm sure the werewolves are right at their heels. Yep, I think it was only a matter of time. So, so look for that movie to come out. Uh, don't take the children. But... It would be fun to research Little Red Riding Hood and then go see the movie. It would be. Because you can, my guess is, and I don't know because we haven't seen it, but they probably stick a lot of other 
um, references to other versions of it in the movie mm-hmm. somehow. And I, I think it would be fun to watch it for that. But yeah. I don't like horror movies. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the 14th century peasant tales have come, I believe, to life in this. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, the werewolf stalking the village. The girl falls mm-hmm. in love with the attractive young man who is the werewolf. Or isn't the werewolf? We yes. don't know. There could we be a twist. Know. Plus, she looks so striking in that red cape against the white snow. While you were doing your research before the movie, please go visit SirLaLoon.com because there are, there's a history of the, of the story, an annotated version of the Perot story, as well as other, other versions and, and tales similar through other cultures. So there you go. There's um, the minicast, the surprise minicast for Little surprise! Red Riding Hood. Um, I wish who, I had some confetti. Who isn't as straightforward as you would think. Do your own research on any other fairy tales they're they've all got a history they do thanks for listening bye the music in our podcast comes courtesy of music alley visit them at music.mevio.com for show notes and links to the things we talked about today please visit us at thehistorychicks.com follow us on twitter at the history chicks with, with an x. x or like us on facebook without an x if you'd like to in real life please tell a few friends or leave a review for us on itunes on the path I'll be there Keep on the path I'll be there Even rules should seem fair Keep on the path I'll be there If you take it easy